Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of In Conversation. I'm Jose Medrano, and today we're here with our first ever homegrown signing, James Sands. James, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thank, thanks for being here. Um, so, James, you were recently named Etihad Player of the Month for July. It's been a, a, a crazy month, but can you kind of talk us through how it's been from your perspective? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, definitely, as you said, it's been crazy, I think, for all of us. Um, you know, I really don't think anyone knew what to expect going down to Orlando. Um, but I think all of us are just happy we, we did get some games in. And then for me personally, to, to win an award like that, you know, means a lot. Um, you know, I've been been working hard and, you know, I was working hard over the, the quarantine, which was, was not easy. Um, just doing stuff on your own every day is, is not definitely not easy. Um, so, you know, the winning that award validates it a little bit, but... I gotta gotta thank my family for for voting for me. Got a <laughs> extended family, so they definitely got me those votes. Uh, that's amazing. Um, can you tell us how the bubble was actually? Like, what was your routine like down there? Yeah, I would say it was. Um, you know, I think it was pretty normal, uh, pretty similar to a preseason for us. Um, you know, not much going on outside of it. Obviously, we we couldn't leave the bubble, but. You know, while we were there, I think the focus was was pretty much on on training and on our games. And you know, as I said, it was like preseason, so I think you know I felt used to it at least, and I I think a lot of the other guys got used to it as well. What would you do in your downtime? Obviously, there was a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely a lot of downtime. Um, uh, Joe brought his Xbox, so we we had some good games. We we started with FIFA, and then we we actually moved to NHL after that. So. You know, that was that was a fun game that I hadn't played a lot. And then, you know, just other stuff, you know, I trying to read a little bit more. Um, I'm actually taking a class, some classes at SNHU. So I had a lot of time to work on that. But, you know, just stuff I would do do every day at home. Nice. As far as the uh, games on the field, can you talk us through how you saw the team growing? And, and then obviously we got knocked out there. But just how did you see it from your end? Yeah, I think, you know, it was definitely a tough start to the tournament for us, um, dropping the game to Philly and then Orlando. Um, but, you know, I think we, we definitely learned some things about our team. Um, and I think, you know, maybe it was for the best that we had to go through those games. And, you know, I think, you know, going through it through a tough moment like that is something that can, you know, help us in the long run and help us in playoffs later this year. And, you know, I think after we dropped the first two games, you got a, we got a pretty good response. We did well in the next two. And, you know, I think it's just at this point, just being a little more consistent and, you know, trying to get to our 110% every game. So now, you know, back home, where you're actually from, can you tell us where you were raised, where you grew up and, and how you kind of first got into soccer? Yeah, so I'm, I'm from Rye, which is in, in Westchester County, and I've lived there my whole life. Um, and it was just, it's, I think it's, it's a great place to grow up. There was a lot of kids my age. So, you know, I was always, you know, playing sports with them and we all lived kind of close. So, um, just, you know, growing up in elementary school, I think we just, you know, it was always basketball on the playground, you know, football. Um, and then, you know, as time went on, I started to, you know, fall more in love with soccer. And, you know, I think my first travel team, my, my first coach was my dad. So I think having him as my coach, you know, made me really love the game that much more. And, you know, as I said, I had some really good friends growing up who all played soccer. Um, so it was just, just easy for me to kind of fall into that group.
was it did your dad like soccer growing up or was it kind of by chance that like you everyone around you played I think he was you know he at first he was just really interested in what I was interested in um it's funny actually he both my dad and my mom never played soccer growing up so he was kind of learning the game as as we were and you know he still wants to learn about it today you know he'll ask me about the games and stuff and you know even my mom too she she gets up early and watches uh premier league saturday morning she's right there with me so you know i think in that sense it's been kind of cool that you know we're all kind of we're learning the game together you know so in that time mls was around what what was it like for you as a, when you first got into it would you watch, what would you watch what would you talk about with your friends soccer wise yeah i think you know the obviously the two big teams when i was growing up barcelona real madrid i think you know one of those two were were everyone's favorite teams but you know when i think i must have been you know 8 or 9 when nbc bought the premier league and then they just started showing all the games so you know i really really fell in love with it then and you know i have some pretty pretty good memories of you know me my brother my mom all getting up early to watch those games so you know i think that you know just made me really fall in love with it and you mentioned your brother twin brother mm -hmm. Uh, what was that like growing up? I'm sure you guys were super competitive. Uh, are you guys similar? Just what was the dynamic growing up? I think, you know, a lot of our friends and, you know, people close to us say we're pretty similar. You know, I, I don't think we're similar, but that's just me. Um, but, you know, as twins, we were definitely competitive. Um, you know, sometimes I would get called for something that he wasn't called for. And then, you know, he would work really hard. And, you know, there were some times where he was called for stuff that I wasn't called for. And, you know, I think we, we really did just push each other. And, you know, it, it was tough at times. Um, you know, I think especially at first when I signed with NYCFC, it was maybe a little tough for him. And I understand that. Um, but I think now we're both both a lot more supportive of each other um, just because we've kind of taken separate paths. You know, I think he's he's on a great path right now at Georgetown. And, you know, if he wants a career in soccer, he's more than talented enough to have it. And if he wants to do something else, he's got a Georgetown education. So, you know, I, as I said, I think we're much more supportive now than maybe maybe we were when we were younger. <laughs> at what point at what point in your like career as a as a young kid, did you think I'm going to be a professional? Like, I think I could do this. Like, when did you set that that goal? Um, you know, it was always, you know, when you're a little kid, it's always your goal, but I think it's, it's kind of a, a far off dream when you're little, you know, you always just say you want to be professional, but it's not, you know, something in the distance. And then I think, you know, when I got to residency with U.S. soccer, I think, you know, it was the best 20, 30 players my age in the country who were living together. And, you know, I think I started to, to stand out a bit in that group. And then, I think I kind of realized that, you know, it, it would be possible to play pro and, you know, it was not, you know, when I did decide to make that jump to pro, it was not an easy decision for me um, just because all my family had gone to college. And as an American kid, it's it's not such a such an easy thing. But, you know, in the end, I think the, the coaches had to convince my parents more than me. But, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful that they were, were on board with that, too. And you had you know, a member of our inaugural academy class, pretty much. Um, so many good memories for you in our academy and so many good achievements. Yeah. What, what kind of sticks out for you from, from those times? Um, I would say it was, you know, the, the crowning achievement kind of of our 
my academy times was you know beating Galaxy in the final um, and and scoring the scoring the winning PK. That was definitely special for me. But you know, and I look back on it now, I think it was just all the the little trainings we had. You know, the the day to day stuff with you know just all the talent we had. You know, me, my brother, Gio, who's now at Dortmund, Joe, Justin, Tavon. I think it's you know so rare that you have that many talented guys on one team and you know I think it was really the best for all of us. And you're sort of the vet of that group that you just mentioned. Um, what would you kind of give uh, back to the academy and to them in, in terms of advice? What, what do you tend to say when people ask you for advice? Yeah I would say you know it's a little bit tough because I'm still asking the older guys for advice too but you know the, the biggest thing that I've learned is just to be patient you know, I, you know, for me personally, I waited a long time for, you know, to start my first MLS game. It was, you know, almost a year and a half. I went on loan. It, it just took a while. And, you know, I think sometimes the, the academy kids come in and they just want to, you know, all that success right away. But, you know, it's important to be patient. And, you know, I think the guys we have now, Justin, Joe and Tavon are, are all, you know, learning that pretty well. And, you know, I think as long as you're just grinding every day, um, you know, things will turn out well for you. And while you still were in the academy, you came 2017 to preseason. Mm -hmm. um, and we took that trip to Ecuador where you have, you know, everyone knows how well you did. Yeah. From your point of view, can you tell us the story? Like what was going through your head? First of all, going to that preseason, being there with Patrick, you know, with all our big players and and then that game in Ecuador. Yeah, it was, you know, I was so excited to be to be going to preseason because um, I knew all the all the good players that NYCFC had at the time. Um, but I was I was also pretty nervous as well, just because I was the only academy kid for that first preseason. Um, I think the preseasons we have now, we have 10 or 15 academy guys. So I think it's a little bit easier for them. Um, so I was I was just nervous. And, you know, I remember my first day getting down to uh, to Jacksonville, I think we were. The first guy I saw in the lobby was David, so that didn't really, really help my nerves. But, you know, they were all such genuine people, you know, David, Andrea. Um, so it, it really helped me just settle in. And, you know, I I was pretty, pretty happy with myself because Patrick uh, kept asking me to come to the next part of preseason. You know, initially it was only the first part in Jacksonville, but, you know, he invited me back. So I was really happy with that. And, you know, I think the the biggest thing from that preseason was, as you said, Ecuador. And, you know, that was just a crazy experience for me. You know, I was going from playing to playing in front of, you know, 30, 40 people to, you know, 40,000 screaming fans. Um, and I was just remember being so nervous. And, you know, it's not that's not normal for me just because I think when people watch me play a little bit, they say I'm pretty calm and pretty relaxed. But that's not at all how I felt in that game. Um, but, you know, I got through it thanks to, to all my teammates. And, you know, it's such a good memory of mine to this day. And you say everyone thinks you're very calm and composed. Yeah. And I think you definitely are. Uh, where did that come from? Like, have you always had that or were there certain people or, or moments that kind of have instilled that in you? Yeah, I, th I think I've always had it a little bit. I don't think there's any any one moment really for me. Um, I think it's just important for my for my play on the field just to be calm, be relaxed. Um, but I think I've I've started to learn, um, you know, over time that, you know, there is a time and a place where you have to get into people a little bit. You have to show a little more energy, and 
you know, that's one of the big things I've been working on this season is, you know, being relaxed, but also, you know, having that energy on the field. And you finally made your debut in September mm -hmm. 2017, um, coming on for Andrea. Mm -hmm. What did that moment mean for you? Yeah, it meant so much, especially to uh, to come on for a guy who had, had helped me so much. Um, you know, just for me to watch him every day in practice was just, you know, so beneficial for my game. And then I think it was, you know, kind of symbolic for me to, to come on for him a little bit. Um, yeah, and you see what he's up to now. He's coaching Juventus, so it was, it was definitely special for me. Um, but on the flip side, I always have have mixed feelings about that game because I remember coming on with a lead and then then we lost the lead. So I always feel a little bit bad about it. But, you know, I, I'm still still proud of making my debut then. What was it like for you to be playing every day with David, Andrea, being coached by Patrick and then Dome later? Like from your perspective, what were the things you were seeing? What did you really learn from all of them? Yeah, I think, you know, all of them had their had their strengths, had their weaknesses. And for me, it was just picking up on, you know, what I could use in my own game. Um, for Andrea, particularly, it was just, you know, how smooth he was, you know, at at his point in his career when he was at New York. You know, he obviously wasn't in his prime or whatever, but just looking how effortless it was for him, even, you know, at the end of his career was just so, so impressive to me. And then. So that was that. And then David was another one and he was a little more vocal than Andrea, but he was always, you know, in my ear, just giving me little bits of advice and, you know, helping me out. And, you know, I could say similar things for, for Patrick and Dome just because, you know, just because of the levels they'd been at. And I think that's one of the best things for me um, that's happened to me at this club is just all the all the good role models I've been able to look up to. And. Then in 2018, you went on loan mm -hmm. um, to Louisville City. It, that seemed to be an important part in your development. What was that like? What did you take away from that? Was it important for you? Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely an interesting you know thing for me. Just because it wasn't I wasn't there for six months. I was only there for you know three weeks. But you know just to just to make that step myself and say you know I'm going to do this on my own and you know I'm going to be away from my family for for a month or whatever. Um, and I'm, you know, really gonna, you know, take charge of my development. And, you know, I was lucky because I, I knew the coach there and he was just starting as well. So he gave me gave me an opportunity to play in those games. And then I think looking back on it, the big thing was just knowing I could play at the professional level. You know, I had three really good games there and, you know, it just gave me the confidence I needed to come back and, you know, make a couple of starts in MLS. And then you came, like you said, came yeah. back starting. But you're also very versatile, playing mm -hmm. sometimes in defense, sometimes in midfield. What is that like for you? How do you see each position? Do you have more fun at, at, at a certain position? Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, everyone always asks me what's my favorite. And I'm always so hesitant to answer that because, you know, I feel like sometimes if I say one, then, you know, maybe the coaches won't want to play me there. So that's always why I'm a little bit, you know, hesitant to answer that question. Um, but I think, you know, being able to play both has helped me so much as a young player because um, it just gets me on the field more. And the biggest thing for young players is is getting game time. And, you know, as I said, playing two positions just gives me double the chance of being on the field. And, you know, maybe in the future I'd like to, you know, solidify one. But, you know, at this point in time, I'm I'm happy doing both.
What's life been like for you now under Ronnie? Has there been any differences, big differences, or what, what is it like on the field? Yeah, I think it's it's a little hard to say just because of how crazy the season has yeah. been and how disjointed everything is. Um, but I, you know, I really, you know, from the first day he got here, I really liked how, you know, intense and, you know, hands-on he is with all the players. Um, you know, he is very straightforward and lets, lets you know exactly what he's thinking. So if you're playing well, you can know that he'll be supporting you. And if you're not doing so well, he'll, he'll let you know what you need to fix. So I think that's something as players and, you know, as me personally, I, I really appreciate that. And, you know, I think we're only going to get stronger as a team. And I think things are starting to click. Um, they clicked at the end of the tournament a little bit, but I think we're really going to have a, a strong, you know, second restart to the season. As you said, we're now preparing for this phase one restart. Um, what are you expecting? Uh, you know, I think the team, you know, as I, I said before, I think we're really going to start, you know, hitting the ground running. You know, it was definitely some of the games were pretty frustrating down in Orlando. Um, but we've all, we, you know, it was a similar sort of thing with Dome. We did not do so well his first couple months. And then we, you know, the second season, we started tearing it up and we finished first. Um, so I, I get a similar feeling with, with Ronnie that, you know, we've had a little bit of a, you know, a low patch, but I think, you know, guys are ready to go. And, you know, we just, we want to start winning and, you know, we've got some ground to make up to, uh, to get back to first place. And what has it been like to play games in this new era? Like no fans, you know, pretty just empty, empty stadiums. What is that like for a player? Yeah, it, it's it's pretty weird, especially the first couple down in Orlando. Um, not to mention at at nine a.m. in the morning, it was they were pretty weird. Um, and it's hard sometimes, you know, you feed off the fans' energy, and especially when we're at home, it just it gives you that little bit more to uh, to go for it. Um, so I think it's just about adjusting to that. And I think another big thing with, with games nowadays is, you know, just how often they are. In the tournament, they were every four days. You know, when the season kicks back up again, it's, you know, pretty much the same thing. So I think it's, it's a bit of an adjustment for everybody just to, to, be, to be ready to go game after game. How happy are you, though, to be able to still be playing? you know with with everything that's going on yeah it's amazing and you know i my brother right now with he's obviously in college and it, it looks like they're going to be canceled so you know i can tell how frustrating it is mm -hmm. to have no games and i felt i felt similar to how he is feeling now during the the quarantine i just want to be back on the field playing so you know on on one hand it's tough playing games that often but you know it's it's so much better than than the alternative option and you mentioned how fans uh, feed us, feed yeah, you on yeah. the field. Um, we're preparing for a derby next week uh, without fans. Mm -hmm. How how do you think it'll be different, and how are you guys preparing to to sort of meet that energy level that you usually have from the fans? Yeah, it's it's definitely different. You know, those derby games are always packed. It's you know probably the most you know attended game of the year for us. Um, but I think it's just now it's got to come with within our team. You know, we have to know get each other up for the game and you know it's you know it's it's nice to have fans but at the end of the day we just it's 11 v 11 on the field and you know we got to make sure that our 11 has more energy than their 11 and for for me personally it's it's my first real it will be my first real derby game so you know i'm just excited at this point and i think everybody including myself will be ready to go perfect well 
we'll end on that. Uh, good luck, James, and thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you very much.